Welcome to the Minds at Ashesi, a podcast about the people and stories of Ashesi University, their interesting career and life lessons, and the vision that inspires them. Each week, you get to hear different perspectives from Ashesi and learn new things about the people who make up our community. I will be your host, Nadia Amasa. It is important for family business owners to manage their emotions when making decisions around their business. And it's very difficult to make that separation between the family and the business. Family business owners need to, you know, find ways to do that. T, T to the M, to the M, we are. Welcome to another episode of the Minds at Sashesi. Joining me today is the Research Administrator and Quality Assurance Officer at Sashesi University, William Ohene Ano. Okay, so William, where did you grow up? Um, so I grew up in Takaradi. Uh, I lived in Takaradi for the first about 18 years of my life. I went to primary and junior secondary school there. And then I, I, I went to Cape Coast for um, senior high school. Um, so I lived in that western part of Ghana for like the most part of my teenage life. Um, that's where I grew up at. I moved to Accra for um, college or university um, in 2011. And yeah, I've, I've lived in Accra full time since then. What were your parents like growing up in Takrady? They, they were very um, supportive, uh, I'll say. Um, my parents growing up would never really tell me what to do, but try and encourage me to do what the right thing is, right? Or trying to encourage me to see what the right thing is um, to do. And I think that, that for me, taught me a lot uh, in terms of um, how, how it's, it's... I mean, you don't, you don't have to tell people what to do or force people to do what you want them to do, right? Um, if you can make them see the benefits of what it is you're saying or try and convince them to see why what, what you're telling them to do is the right thing to do... Um, you, you, if you get them to see that you're like 90% through with the task, right? Because that way they can own whatever it is they're doing, take accountability for it, you know? And so my parents were like that, right? They, they never really, they were very supportive of all my decisions. And that's something that I'm very, I'm very, you know, proud of. My dad wasn't around for the most part growing up. He worked in a different part of the world, um, but he was still very much in touch. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I think generally that's what I'll say for my parents. Um, they didn't quite believe in, corporal punishments as well and so, um so yeah they, they, they never really resorted to those sorts of um, punishment measures or anything it was just always have a conversation um and try and get me to see why what i've done is wrong or what i should what, what they're expecting me to do is right the right thing to do um, what do you think some of your childhood lessons were especially dealing with your siblings and your parents with whom you had lived for about 18 years I think I, I realized the importance of family, right? Um, for me, I think fa- family is a double-edged sword, right? It has, I mean, human beings are, are human beings and we're all not perfect. And usually when there's families involved, you know, logic can go aside and people get very emotional and, and right? So I, I, I think a big lesson for me was not to focus on, on the negativities, quote-unquote, that can be associated with, like, being very family-involved or family-centered. Because I saw a lot of positives, right? I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of, I, I, I personally have been able to, growing up, I, I got a lot of support from, um, like, family members in terms of words of encouragement, you know, 
support in terms of advice what to like you know what to do how to do it you know so for me like my family is like the the, the first point of call right and it's something that i think i would like i'd like my my family when i have one to also see right um that it's if you have any issues or if you need any support and I, I need to know that my family is is available to share ways i can i can go through whatever it is i'm going through you know um so that for me is a big lesson i think family is always there and um you know it's it's we shouldn't focus too much on the negatives that are associated with it i mean and this is mine i mean it might be different for others but 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 for me i think i think that's what it is that there are negativities but let's let's focus on the on the positives and make the best out of it because human beings will always be human beings and people yeah. people will always jump to their emotions instead of logic right and so <laughs> sometimes you, you, you need to let that go sometimes yeah Okay, so you were at Ashesi for four years and you studied management information systems, right? Yep. How would you describe your experience at Ashesi as a student? I mean, Ashesi was never really part of the plan for me, to be honest. Um, I didn't really know much about Ashesi. I had finished high school. I'd applied for a university. My friends and I had even chosen the room we were going to be at together, you know, all of that stuff. And my dad came home one day and said, he said about this university... I mean, I heard about Ashesi, but I, I mean, I, I was like, yeah, okay, Ashesi is, yeah, it's a cool school. But it ended there for me. My dad, my dad came home one day from work and was like, why don't I apply to Ashesi? Like, I should go read more about the school, see what they're about, and see if I'm interested. Because he was on their website at work today, and he thinks it's, it's, it's like, you know, I, I, it's a really good opportunity. I mean, the kind of thing that they're saying they're doing, you know, all of that stuff. So I went on there, I read about it, and it seemed, I liked the whole, I mean, I never really heard of this. Ethical leadership wasn't a thing for me. I never really heard that phrase ethical leadership you know entrepreneurial thinking they were new things to me so i was interested and so i applied and i got in right but i had a very different perception of what a university is like you know it's, i i just thought it's a place where you know you do what you you do what you have to do you you um go to class you know take advantage of opportunities when you can that sort of thing so when i came to ashesi in the beginning and i realized like doing our orientation it's like it's like ultra guidance, like, oh my God, we are being guided to do every single thing. It was a bit, it was, I was like, wait, what, what's going on? Like, why, why, like, you know, people will say things like, you have to go for this orientation, it's compulsory to be there. And I was like, wait, um, it was different for me. And I, I, yeah, it, <laughs> well, I would say ruined my plan, maybe a little bit, but it was more like, do we need this much guidance, you know? <laughs> um, but I, I, as I went through the process, I began to realize how important it is to, you know, give, to sort of show some lights for like undergraduate students and guide them through the path. Because like, comparing some of my friends in other universities or other, who had other experiences in other places, um, Ashesi made the opportunities clear to us. Um, the, 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 the thing, the pillar that the university stood for. Uh, ethical leadership, you know, um, entrepreneurial thinking. It was very imbibed in the things that we do, and the school was very deliberate about making sure that each student, or all, most of all the students actually, um, you know, get these traits one way or the other. So it was very, it was a very deliberate effort, and I think I really appreciate appreciate that. Um, in the beginning, when I thought the guidance was just too much and that we were being babied too much, um, yeah, I, I think I think that 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 notion sort of died down a bit as I went through the process because I realized how 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 people can fall through the cracks if you don't put the, these systems in place. Um, and I made really great friends at Ashesi. 
um, my decision to study MIS was also, um, you know, MIS wasn't a program that most people, like, um, you know, it, 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 it wasn't like a traditional program, let me say. And so um, I, I had a few reservations from others when I said I wanted to stay in that program. But I thought I, 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 I thought it was a good decision to make because I read about the program. I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do, but I was sure I wanted some business, um, some business knowledge or some business learning. And I knew that tech was going to play a big role. No, I knew. I'm not trying to say I'm a philosopher or <laughs> a fortune teller, but it was kind of evident how tech was going to be really, really important in um, like business and sort of entrepreneurship moving forward. And so I wanted to get a bit of that as well, right? And so I, I just sort of, you know, decided that MIS would be the right path for me. And I, I don't regret it, really. Even though I'm not working in a, in a, a, a business role right now or purely business or purely tech role, I see how important um, my MIS um, knowledge is or the knowledge I gained from Ashesi, even it's the humanity strand about the Ashesi education, like the Africaners and the writings and the text and meanings and stuff. Like I see how important they are in my current role. Um, and so I, I really appreciate that Ashesi experience and all the support that I got from my fellow students and all the staff and, and everybody at Ashesi, yeah. So you you became a faculty intern right after school, and then on you went into the role of the business administration coordinator, and then now you're the research administrator. Why did you even choose to work here at Ashesi in the first place? Um, so when they publicized um, hirings right for for the BA department um, for national service. They had opened a new position. They called it administrative assistant to the BA head of department. Oh, sorry, to the BA program coordinator. So the business department program coordinator. Like, more or less an FI who would assist the, the current program coordinator, you know, because I guess that admin stuff was getting a bit overwhelming, right? And so when I saw that, th that's what actually got me to apply for the role. Because I didn't think I wanted to teach a class. or No, I, didn't, I knew I didn't want to teach a class at that point. Um, but... That admin role sort of stood out for me. I mean, I wanted to be involved in that. And prior to that, role, I had done a, a bit of admin assistant work in um, some organizations. And so I knew I, I wanted to sort of um, explore that. So I applied for it and I got in. And when I got in, well, we, we, the, some classes needed extra FI support, right? And so I worked as admin assistant and I supported other classes too. What was the first class you worked as an intern for. The first class I worked as an intern for was actually the real estate development class. Um, Dr. Senna was phenomenal, you know, in grooming me into, into that. I, I didn't take that class as a student. And so it was, I needed like some sort of boot camp. Was real estate something that you are interested in or you were interested in then? No, no, I, I was. I was interested in real estate. I mean, the practice of it, I had never really explored the theory or the, acad the academic bit of it, but I, I had done, even d during that time, I mean, though, I was doing some real estate stuff um, privately, right? So it, it, having to learn about the theory of it and, you know, and I knew I was going to get support from Senna. I mean, she had done this for a while. And so I was hoping to, to, to doing that um, and I was interested in it, right? Um, so that was the first class I FI'd for, and it, it, was, it was really great. I learned a lot. The students were awesome. 
and then I FI'd for the entrepreneurship capstone class as well, which was with the same um, Dr. Senna. Um, okay. and, and during that period, during that period that I was FI, the current program coordinator had some, um, I mean, some emergencies, and so she had to um, take a leave of absence from her role, right? And because they had created this new admin assistant position, I, I, she, I mean, she had, she had taught me well, you know, um, other people around had also, and, like, you know, helped grooming to that admin assistant role and so I had some ideas or I had some knowledge about how the department functions right yeah. and so when she took her leave of absence um, and they put out um, they put out an advertisement to hire a new program coordinator I, I thought to myself why not I mean I think I should jump on this I think I should go for this because not only will it be you know a challenge for me and a bit more responsibility for me um, but I'll be able to grow from an admin assistant who was supporting the person in that role and now be in that person's shoes and then, you know, see how I can do things. Because I had some ideas on how we can probably do things better and I was sharing them. But of course, being in that role myself, it, it, it would be, it's an opportunity for me to also sort of show, see how I can make things better in the department. And funny enough, at that particular point in time, a new head of department had been appointed, right? And so when I got into the role, the two of us were sort of, you know, we, we both jumped into that new, in, into our two respective new positions, right? And so he was a veteran at Chelsea faculty, and so he, he knew a lot of the things. But, I mean, it, working together, putting structure to things, he and I, I think, I think that was a very good learning experience for me as well. Um, yeah, I think that was great too. Is that, is that a role that you had imagined you would be in maybe a, co- a couple of years before that actually happened? Um, to be honest, no, I, I didn't, so I, I know I've always been interested in development related stuff, right? I, that's why I said for my high school, um, I, you know, I knew I didn't want to study science, but I liked, I liked the, the business around science or the, you know, for, or yeah, sorry, the business or the, or the, the social, the social aspects of, of science or healthcare, right? So I knew I've always loved development, healthcare, education, um, things like that, right? Um, so I, I, my predictions, you know, at Ashesi as a student were that oh, I'm going to do my service here, I'm going to leave, I'm going to find um, a developmental organization or some social enterprise or an NGO or something and work for and try and, you know, you know push this development agenda, agenda that I have for myself, right? But when this role came up, I, I thought, I mean, Ashesi is, is more or less a development organization. I mean, Ashesi is trying to make impact on the continent, Ashesi is, you know, so... That's when it dawned on me that, you know what, Ashesi can be that development organization that you want to work with or work in, you know, and live your life vicariously through and then sort of, you know, um, make the impact in your own small way that, you know, you want to make, right? And so I didn't imagine that role years before or even months before. Um, but when I, when, when I saw it, it sort of dawned on me that, no, this is it. Like, this is an opportunity for you. This is this this can be this will be the start to your career if if you know if you're chosen for the position the time you were applying to Ashesi to work as a faculty intern did you have other job offers from other companies yes i i i had i had i had a job offer and i had some ideas on things that i i i wanted to do for myself i mean i, I had some ideas i had some ideas um and I had some jobs I had applied to as well, 
you know, because I, you know, I, I was just trying to keep my nets a little wide. Um, so yes, I did, I did have a few of those. Um, but for me, Ashesi was the, was the right choice, um, to make because let me just add this that during during this period right where I was you know thinking through jobs and stuff I was also exploring master's degrees right master's programs because I wanted to do grad school um but I had decided I had decided that um because of various reasons that I was going to do grad my grad school in a distant learning program so I I I I wanted to work and do school at the same time I mean I I you know going to grad school for me this is just personal right I I didn't want to lose out on lose out quote unquote on a year or two of work experience um for grad school i i just i just i just wasn't i i wasn't too keen on that because i i i wasn't first of all, i wasn't keen on going away um and being a student again for two years um so sort of and number two grad school in the distant learning program i felt like would help me while learning, like, you, I'm directly able to apply the things I'm learning into, like, the job that I'm in. And for the grad school I chose, I mean, a lot of the things that we did were very, very practical in the sense that we, you, we had to affiliate theory studied in class to current roles or current jobs or current things that you're doing, right? And so reading about the school and the fact that things are tailored that way was part of my decision to do my grad school online. Number two was the, the, the funding for it as well. I mean, grad school in a distant learning program um, typically would, would, wouldn't cost as much as grad school moving all the way up there, right? And, and it, this is not even in, 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 this is in the sense of like tuition, tuition cost, accommodation cost. I mean, because if you're doing a distant learning program, I mean, your, your main expense is tuition, really. Um, but if I have to move there, I need to consider accommodation. I need to consider, you know, all these immigration stuff. So, I mean, the, I, I considered all these different things and then I just made that decision that, you know what, there are really great online programs out there. And so I'm going to find a really great one and I'm going to enroll in it. And thankfully I did. So I, I my, my MSc was in business and management. Um, it was a two year, it was an 18 month program with a dissertation. And so for my dissertation, I, I, I explored the, the effects of succession planning on African family businesses. Sorry, Ghanaian family businesses, not African. So I explored, I mean, Ghanaian businesses and how succession planning um, can help grow a Ghanaian family business, which is something that I'm very, very passionate and excited about. And I, I'm sure, I mean, I, I'll want to explore that area further to understand some of the nuances in there. Okay, and what are some of the findings you got from this, this um, dissertation? Well, I think the, 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 the main finding was the fact that in family businesses, and like I said when I, talk, when I spoke about family in the beginning, is that a lot of things can be based on emotions. And so it is important um, for family business owners to manage their emotions when making decisions around their business. And it's very difficult to make that separation between the family and the business, but there has to be, um, you, we need to, family business owners need to, you know, find ways to do that. And one of, the, one of the best ways that they can do that is to start thinking of succession once the business starts, right? Because if you think of succession halfway through the business or, you know, at the end of it, you know, when you haven't groomed anybody or you haven't sort of got anybody thinking about, you know, picking up the role once you leave, um, it, gets, it gets tricky. One finding too was um, usually someone will say, oh, this is a family business and so the family owns this business, right? But who is the family? Like, 
the, the family, like some people have to represent the family. And so if, if things are called family business, family business, family business, and it's not tied to any, any names or the names that are tied to the business are not clear and things get out of hand, you know, that's when problems start because people feel like, okay, I have enough autonomy about the business and so it's my business, not yours, you know, and it gets tricky. Um, a lot of family businesses in Ghana or Africa don't go past the second generation. Unlike in the global north where a lot of these big businesses are, are, um, are family businesses, right? So I guess one thing that we, we should be very careful about here in our part of the world is making sure that we have succession plans in place. Um, yeah, and then making sure that we groom, we groom leaders to take over from us um, when, we, when we leave and make sure that communication flow is, is very clear. You know, yeah, I think that's... What are some of the things that you've learned about Sashesi when you started working here that you probably hadn't realized when you were a student? I think when I was a student, one thing like I, like I mentioned I hadn't realized earlier was the amount of work that goes into doing what happens. Like, let me give you an example. Career fair, for example. I mean, would have as a student, this was by thinking, you know, like, oh, the career services department would just email a bunch of people to come and then, you know, they just advertise their businesses, right? But getting into a Shesi and being a, an employee, I've realized how much work goes into those engagements, right? How much work goes into even raising funds for that to happen. You know, how much work goes into um, getting people to partner with for this, you know? And, and so all these different bits and pieces, I think, I think for me, those, those were really big highlights for me. And like I said, it made me really appreciate um, faculty and staff at a Shesi, especially the, the work that faculty do with, with, the, with, the, with the students. It's really, it's really phenomenal. Um, the kind of effort that they have to put in to do what they do, um, yeah, I think that Shesi staff or faculty member is a really unique human being. And for me, that's something that um, will always, always be at the back of my mind and I'll always be proud of. And why do you think that you had not realized all of these things until you became an employee? You know, there's something that Prof. Angela, who's my, who's my, uh, my, my, my supervisor and the provost, says, says a lot. She says that when when you use glue on, on a piece of paper to put two things together, um, if you do it very well, you don't see the glue spread around the paper. Like, the papers are stuck together, or, you know, the two materials are stuck together, and you don't see any glue around it, right? But if you do it anyhow, it's very obvious, and so you see the glue bodged all around, all around the paper, and it's all, all over the place. I guess the reason why, as a student, I wasn't seeing the effort that faculty... I mean, I was seeing it, but I wasn't seeing the intensity or the amount of work that was going into what they were doing. Well, because we were doing it so well, right? And so you, you don't see the hiccups. You don't see the... You don't really see any gaps. Like, everything goes on seamlessly, and it, it, look, it, it looks all so simple, right? And so for me, I guess that's why I wasn't really seeing it. Um, I could tell that it was, it, it was way better than, you know, a lot of the experiences that others were getting in other universities, Right? But it all seems so simple to do. That's why I, I guess I, I wasn't seeing how much work was going in. You know, they were doing it so well and it was very seamless and, and, and precise. Yeah. We are now moving into our this or that segment. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. iOS or Android? iOS. Train or plane? Plane. 
beer or wine. They should be yeah. <laughs> for sandwich. Sandwich. Dine in or delivery? Dine in. TV shows or movies? Movies. Couch or recliner? Couch. Working alone or working in a team? Team. Sure. Arctic or d- desert? Arctic. Forest or beach? Beach. Thank you so much for joining us on the mindset of Shesi Willem. I know we are glad you took time off your busy schedule to have a wonderful conversation with us. Thank you for having me, Nadia. This was um, very exciting and interesting. It got me reflecting a lot. I'm sure I'll do a lot more thinking after this conversation. But yeah, um, thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it and all the best. Thank you. Don't miss our next episode. Make sure to visit www.ashesi.edu.gh for more stories on our people. Give us a rating to help others find it. This episode was produced by Catherine Delights from the class of 2023. Thank you for joining. Team.